0: pack your bags, and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Steven Maggi, the podcast.
2: You know Las Vegas is famous for punk rock. It's one of the great stops in the world of punk rock, and we got the Punk Rock Festival coming up. In Town is a great act, one of the great Acts in the whole world of punk rock, X-blank X Blank uh, X. They've been around from Cleveland, and they're actually coming west. And with us is the singer, founder John Morton, and Craig Bell, who the bass player, uh, new to the band from back from those early days. Uh, first of all, great thing, guys. This is the first time you've been away, right? I mean, you don't come out to the West Coast.
1: Dead air. Oh, we got uh, dead air yeah yes <laughs> Yes, it's the first time in the West Coast we've done we've done the tour of the South and uh, New England and things like that but you know getting to California it's further away than uh, than the other places I know that because uh, geography in the fifth grade so it's but I, I just wanted to say I have an overall game plan and I'm gonna take the money from the first two gigs and I'm gonna parlay that into a fortune in Las Vegas, so that we're like getting first class hotels. And, you know, that's my plan anyway. Well,
2: oh, I, God. I, I think it's a great yeah, idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, speaking as the road manager now, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to have to have a meeting on this before possibly in Albuquerque or something like that. So we shall see how that develops.
2: Yeah, a lot okay. of people have tried to pull that off. He who knows, by the way, John. I appreciate the fact that you realize dead air is what we people in the world of radio just love. We love dead air, so yeah. <laughs> thank you for that. It is <laughs> <laughs> kind of what X Blank X is all about, right? I mean, you've been pushing it. Just the very name of the group, you've been pushing that since uh, really uh, towards uh, the back in the twentieth century.
1: Yeah, whatever that was. <laughs> I've become, instead of being a physical violent bully, I'm now an intellectual bully. It's much easier.
2: Yeah, safer too. You get in less trouble that Just way. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Well, the, the tour is called the Pussy Riot Live on WFMU tour. And, um, yeah. you know, how tough is it? I mean, first of all, I got to say, you went back to like the 70s. You ever think you'd be doing this stuff uh, in 2018? Yes. Oh.
0: Uh you know, I I honestly did not myself think because I was back in the day when I was playing with Rocket from the Tombs and Mirrors and all that and uh I never I had no idea that I would even be uh dealing with the twenty first century. I mean I'd be forty eight years old then, I had no idea. And then when I got there and I looked around and I said, Well, this is just sort of like, you know, Nineteen seventy eight was in a lot of ways. So I guess this is kinda of cool. And now just I mean, the opportunity to be able to do these things. I'm I'm very grateful for that and I'm glad that there's folks that are excited to uh, want to come out and see us. We took a thirty six year we took a thirty six year hiatus, that's all.
1: Between you know, for for myself, you know, as an artist and a musician, I've just always been doing work. And this 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 is X plank X presented itself again. So it's been it's been great. We you know early on like in the first tour, we just you know we just did it as a sort of to see if we could do it as a backup for X Sticky Fingers X from uh, X Pro Records. And Craig says we're a real band and we can actually do new material just based on this name. And it's like I'm good with that. So it's great. We we we, we have you know we do we do some. Old stuff, covers of our old material, and we're you know we do out of focus, which is you know from my youth, and it was like when I heard it when Hendrix came out. Hendrix did not like Blue Cheer, but you know so I, I had you know I had to be on his side, but I could actually play it,
2: you know, when I was
1: fourteen. So it's like I can still play it; it's great. But it's a it, it, it's it's you know it's a song that speaks to our my roots and our roots. So we got that. We're writing some new material. Actually, I came out early so that Craig and I could work on stuff. And, you know, so it's, it's an ongoing enterprise. It's not, you know...
2: Well, and I think it's necessary. You, What you guys are bringing is really great music back and music that... Uh I don't know. I used to play this stuff on the radio back in my teenage days. I, I, I got to tell you, it's just wonderful to see this stuff come back because uh, there's a whole generation of people who haven't really heard it. This is this is good stuff, and I, and I think this type of music doesn't go away. I mean, are you finding that a lot of people that weren't around at the first go round of the group are kind of charged as well? Yeah, that's uh,
0: that's something that has been uh, been. Uh, obvious in the audience that we have a lot of younger fans, a lot of uh, guys uh, guys and gals from uh, their 20s and, that are in their 20s and 30s now who really know a lot about the band they know a lot about our history and things like that and uh, that is uh, that has kind of been the backbone of a lot of our shows. I find that a lot of the musicians we play with uh,
1: you know it's just we're peers you know even though there might be a 30 or 40 year age difference. We're all on the same page. It just
2: feels great. Well, yeah, and you know, I, I I was reading some stuff about you, uh, John. You said like just uh when you when you started to um, to sing and that kind of thing, it was just a matter of forcing yourself to go to the other you know, to, to go further in it. And it is this kind of a, a continuation of that where it's just kinda of forcing yourself, Hey, let's go out and do this. I know I can still do it. I know this is still good stuff and let's let's uh let's see what we can I, do with I never,
1: it. I never considered things like that. It's just like, what do we do now? I was talking, you know, when we recorded Ghosts, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which is a free jazz piece by Albert Cleveland, written by Cleveland and Albert Tyler. Yeah. You know, it's like a free jazz piece for a somewhat, I guess, call you punk or no wave band. You know, it doesn't really fit the cadre. You know, does you know? And it was like I could not think two years ahead of time. Like Jesus, you know, yeah. let's let's record Ghosts. It's just it was a number of things that brought it together, and then it was a great idea. And now it's you know it's become, I you know I wouldn't say part of our repertoire, you know even though it is, it's just part of what we do now. You know it's like we're we're a punk no waste band that also plays free jazz. You know which you know be, be, there is a quite a relationship between punk music and free jazz. You know it's, it's it's angry. It's you know there's a lot of it's noisy. A lot of people like. You know, at punk, you know, a lot of people will cover their ears, and they certainly do that when they hear free jazz a lot of times.
2: You'll hear more from John Martin and Craig Bell of X blank X in a moment. Want to take a moment though to talk about the Neon Museum in Las Vegas and their great new show called Brilliant. First of all, the Neon Museum, you got to go there. If you've never been there, it's a world-class experience and you can really learn the history of vintage Las Vegas through the signs that everybody remembers from the early days. It's great. But on Wednesdays through Monday, right at sunset for 30 minutes, they've got a show called Brilliant. This thing is incredible. You You've got to find out more about it. It's a way where they bring these signs back to life. You have to see it. It's incredible. You go to the website, first of all, www.neonmuseum.org, and you're strongly advised to get the tickets in advance. So you want to go there ahead of time, you can go backslash brilliant to go right to that show. Tickets are available there. They're located at 770 Las Vegas Boulevard in North Las Vegas, just north of downtown Las Vegas. That's the Neon Museum. You are listening to John Martin and Craig Bell of the punk rock supergroup X Blank X Well, I mean, is that part of it, you guys? Uh, you know, because what punk is, you know it, Like jazz, it's one of those things where it's kind of an acquired thing You know, where you, you start picking up the nuances and so forth And you start really understanding it, you know it, it's, it's, it's not meant to be uh, mass-produced in the, in the trillions of albums and that kind of thing
0: not it's funny when you jazz. talk about jazz, because I know that, and uh, I'm sorry that I'm stepping on John like this, but we have a lag between the two of us, that's why I've gone down to the basement, and he's upstairs, so I apologize for that. But I was going to say that you bring jazz into this, and in the jazz punk aspect, which I think we really are on, on that playing now with, with X-Blank X at this time, but you know when when we were starting out and I was in uh, Mirrors and John was in Electric deals, uh to me the idea of playing jazz was so far beyond what I thought that I ever A, could do or B, would want to do it was something that I really never thought about that much, but over the years I have seen that like you say that how Punk is kind of an acquired taste, and so is jazz, and and it's it sort of almost made sense at the time when John uh, came to me and said he wanted to do the uh, Ghost song. And uh, by that time, I've been playing in the band long enough with John to realize that you know this is almost like a natural progression of where the music was going. So it's been it's been really a great journey, and I'm uh, I'm excited to uh, to continue it.
2: Yeah, it is. So yeah, to-
0: I'm
1: done now. <laughs> I, always, I always had I always had free jazz I always had free jazz in my mind when I would solo. I mean, you know, not not I, you know I was I was just aware of it. You know, it's sort of what I aspired to be as a guitar player included free jazz in my thinking. And you know, it's the same thing. I, I listened to Sun Ra so much that you know the stuff. Like, you know, the stuff that used to be like cacophony. You know i listened listen to it, and it, now it sounds like Brahms to me it's just it isn't- a, you know you gotta work at it you gotta work at it, but you know like all of these things you know including some visual art you know is all in my brain pan at the at the, at the, at in this brain pan and so you know so we i include all that in all my artwork and music it's you know it's not it's not uh Segmented into folders, it, uh, you know. So, like I said, doing free jazz, doing you know, we're going to do an Ives type thing. Yeah, it's all it's all free game. It's all open season.
2: Yeah, and that's what music really should be, right? I mean, it is to be absolutely. Yeah, you get out there, and that's why I think people are going to be coming out to the dive bar in Vegas. We just, uh, we want to find stuff like that in this type of art. I mean, you were doing this stuff back, in, like I say, in the 70s, and it's, you know, it's just, it's breaking ground, and this is the same stuff, you know, decades later. It's not the same music, that's the whole point, but it's it's breaking ground. I mean, I remember they used to say that the sound out of Cleveland was even before the Sex Pistols and things like that, so. It,
1: it was. It's kind of. I mean, you know, if you look at, if you, I'm sorry, but if you look at the dates, you know, we the eels were like seventy-two to seventy-five, and I don't know what rockets and you know, yeah. But that you know, the pistols came out in seventy-eight, even though they'd been around a couple of years. The, the you know, the remote, y- y- on the timeline, we were you know pre seventy-five. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, you know, I got to say is that you know, I think punk was in the ether in the collective unconscious. It wasn't like uh, all those guys from England said, "Oh, you hear this stuff from Cleveland, mate." How was that for English accent? You Hell, not a-
2: bad, not <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I, you know, that you know, the attitudes and the ideas were floating around in the ether, and you know, you'd hear other bands and you would discuss things. So, you know, I don't. I'm glad. It, I'm glad it all we, happened. But, and
0: we were all playing off the same kind of influences. We were all playing off you know, the Velvet Underground, the English Invasion. the the uh, underground or garage rock, whatever you want to call it, that was coming out of California in the 60s and out of the Midwest. So all of us were listening to that. The English kids were listening to that, too. They were a little bit behind us on it, but uh, they had a little bit of us mixed in there, too. And then it came back honest, and here we are.
2: Yeah, and that was kind of a, you know, really a developing art form at the time, because you probably got yeah. a lot of pushback, right? I mean, that wasn't the place you went to make uh, trillions of dollars, right, with, with uh, a the golden <laughs> hit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but uh, the one thing I felt at that time, and, and I think I've been proven right, is that we had, uh, what we were doing had longevity. What we were doing was something that was going to grow and expand and it has and it still is, and I think that's part of what we're doing is expanding upon that that general idea. And hopefully the money will come. Especially uh to to, if John's plan works out in Las Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah, a trillion dollars. <laughs> we're we're
1: not leaving until I get hit that. Oh God.
2: Well take a good yeah, right, you know, uh where are you gonna head out there? Are you gonna head out to the strip or are you gonna try to do it in downtown? You'll be in downtown playing, but we're uh <laughs> you have a place yet picked out? I just want to see the Eiffel Tower. I thought it was in France, though. Oh, you get, you're not going to just see that. You get to see the Statue of Liberty. You go down, you see a pyramid. Oh, that's great. All in a matter of 15 minutes. Of <laughs> I
0: am excited. That is one of the things I am excited to see because, you know, I've heard about I've, Like I said, I have not been to Las Vegas. And just as, a, as the tourist in me is excited about that.
2: You should. You'll have a blast. You'll love it. And you yeah, know,
0: I'm looking forward to. We have some good friends, and uh, we have some good friends in Las Vegas too. Uh, Melanie and Rich Coffee. I'm looking forward to seeing them and and all our other friends out there.
1: I well, just watched. Uh, on on Turner's classic movies, I just watched the original Ocean's Eleven. was huh. like wow! <laughs> yeah,
2: you guys pull that one off—that'd be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's a great place for art, you know. And they've had, you know. Th- they had guys like when Elvis came up, he started this whole idea of a residency. Who knows? Maybe, uh, you know, in another 10 years, you'll be down doing a residency somewhere, playing a couple of months, and really be able to uh, draw people from all over the world and to have them I think
0: that's. A, I think that is an absolutely fantastic idea, and I thought that myself because you notice in, um, who was it? Was it the Moody Blues or somebody that's coming in and doing a yeah. string of shows in Vegas? Yeah, for a while. But is that okay to say Vegas? Because I know they don't like you to say Frisco and San Francisco.
2: in Vegas. We like that. We, we... Vegas is okay. Yeah, All right, good. Thanks.
0: I don't, I don't wish to offend, at least until we get there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the, the hockey team doesn't even have the loss. They called the Vegas Golden Knights. So yeah, they're perfectly fine with that. No, no worries. I, uh,
0: <laughs> I don't want to go off into the weeds about hockey, but what the heck is going on there? Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing uh, the run that they're on. How been, do they it, keep the ice from melting.
2: It's been unmo- the place is cold. Let me tell you, it's a great it's a great venue. But I was I've been there a few times. It is cold, <laughs> you know. So that's how they keep it because it's like you know you're you're coming down. It's going to be in the nineties. So uh, yeah, I, <laughs>
0: yeah. That's why I'm getting the van fixed to make sure the air conditioning works well.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sounds like Hunter Thompson's coming to Las Vegas. You guys, yeah. we got to watch <laughs> out. What's happening here? <laughs>
0: Well, I've
2: you never not, know.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ruling anything out.
2: Well, you got the the anthem. The Cleveland sucks. Uh, maybe we'll get a Vegas sucks too out of there. Because uh, it's only it's only a compliment. I understand. <laughs> says, well, we can't wait to see you. if people want to buy your latest album or want to know where you're going to be. Because it's not the only place on the tour. Uh, where do we go? How do we find out?
1: Uh, uh, X dash dash x dot co dot uk has the tour information and uh we got a facebook page and where
0: craig's craig what's your url craig craigwbell.com also has tour As, information and also has some links uh to records and stuff like that recordings that you can purchase
2: Outstanding. We will do that. We will follow you. Hopefully, you'll be back, do that residency. We'll have a great time again. That would be fantastic.
0: Steve, that would be great. Thank you so much for having us. You've been listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast, with new shows loaded twice weekly. Got a guest idea? Email us at info at VegasNeverSleeps.com and catch the show live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network.